Listen, it's The Bird Show. I have made a decision about my health that I am fairly certain Kristen is saying, hey, great decision, bad timing. Are you ready? Maybe. (laughs) I don't know why you've taken on the mother role for me. (laughs) I just want to please mom. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I am proud of you for going to therapy yesterday. I was ready to take December off because I'm feeling pretty damn good about things. So I thought, okay, you know what? Let me put a pause on things in December. We'll start her back up in January. Kristen's like, oh, that's not going to work for her. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I was more thinking of Tommy. That's not going to work for Tommy. You've been a little salty. Let's get you some therapy. A little bit. A little bit irritable from time to time for sure. Um, So I took her advice and I went to therapy yesterday and had a really, really great session. Yay. There are just some sessions when you go to therapy that are better than others. Mm -hmm. And my intent there, because I'm feeling pretty good about things, but there's one little area here that from time to time is coming up and it's like self-anger. And um, by the time I was done with my therapy meeting yesterday, my therapist really helped me out a lot and really made me see things from an empathetic point of view. Uh, Empathi- empathetic of yourself? Of both me and my ex and Got our it. family histories and why things unfolded the way they did. Gotcha. And there, that hurt was never the intent mm-hmm. based on the way that we grew up. It was a product of how we grew up and without getting into 45 minutes of therapy, it was empathy towards me, empathy towards her, and there was no intent to hurt, even though that was the end result. Gotcha. Which I really hadn't wrapped my head around, but either way. So, um, when I am talking about my breakup, I really feel a little bit challenged by it because I don't want to disrespect the woman that I was engaged to. Let me make that clear. So when I say that since our breakup, there was an initial, I was really, really very, I was bummed, super bummed, as you should be. I mean, we were engaged and when we were with each other for seven and a half years, I just think that my speed and the way that I'm wired is, I just don't stay in that, that's what I even want to call it. You stick and move, man. I do kind of stick and move, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel it. Uh, And then I move on, whereas I don't know if that's healthy or if it's not healthy. And I think looking at it from somebody else's perspective, look, when you've been with somebody for seven and a half years, you should probably mourn that for a long time. I'm just not that guy. So I, I almost hate to say this because I don't want to disrespect the relationship, but I'm feeling really, really good. I feel really good. Um, As I've told you guys before, I moved into a new house. I feel like myself again, to be honest with you. I sacrificed myself, not because it was demanded on me over the last seven years, but I sacrificed myself and I gave a lot in areas that were really important to me, not because they were pressed on me. This is what I did to myself. These were your choices that you made. These were my choices that I did to myself, right? And over the course of the last couple of months since the breakup, I feel like myself again. I isolated myself from friends. I've made decisions over the last couple of years. I moved my family away from their friends and family. These are all decisions I made, right? Now I'm looking at a kid that's so super happy to be close to his friends and his school again. This is his favorite house we've ever lived in. It has nothing to do with size. It's the smallest house we've ever lived in, but he's a mile away from his mom. He's having the freaking time of his life. And... I just feel sort of reborn. So outside of these small 
specks of anger that I feel towards myself the last couple of weeks, I really am feeling very, very good. And I don't want that to disrespect the relationship. Does that make some sense? I think you said it beautifully. Perfect. That said, when I first started this show 20-something years ago, dude, I was so scared of failing. This was the only radio station that would give me a shot at hosting a show, putting my name on a show. Um, I applied to a couple of places that are now our affiliates, uh, and they said, nope, you suck. (laughs) (laughs) And now we're on those stations, but nobody would take a risk on me. I was a producer, sidekick, we used to call it back in the day, co-host maybe, but I was never a host. Nobody had ever given me that shot. This is the only stupid station that said, we'll take a flyer on you. (laughs) So I did it. The fear of failure for me was so high. I wasn't enjoying any of it at all. Like Mo was saying, I was staying up at night. I was freaked out at night because I felt like this was going to be my only shot. I finally got a shot on a radio station. If it doesn't go well, I'm going to slide back into that sidekick role. And I I wanted to host a show. And I have a a fear of failure, probably more a fear of failure than it drives me more than the happiness of success. That's something I got to work on in therapy at some point also. Anyway, it was so bad 20-something years ago that when I went to go see a therapist, she's like, you're a freaking mess. (laughs) (laughs) And it's going to take time for us to work through all these things. So I'm going to put you on Effexor, which is an anti-anxiety medication. And with Effexor, you start out at 37.5 milligrams. That's your introduction into this anti-anxiety medication. And then you slowly start to work your way up to an area where you're feeling pretty good about things. You're not numb, but everything is dealable. So I started at 37 and a half, never went up. I'm on the very base amount of Effexor. Never felt like I needed to go up at all. It's minuscule. When I tell doctors that I'm on it, they're like, that's it? And I'm like, yeah, that's it. I've never gone up. So I've been on it for 23 years now. And I walked out of that therapy session yesterday and I said to myself, I want to see what the world looks like without it at all. Okay. So I'm getting off it. Okay. Wow. I don't know how to exactly wean myself off of it. Um, I'm going to talk to a doctor about that today. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, that's not something you Google or go to YouTube. Yeah, because here's the thing. If you guys have been on these things before, if you miss one day of it, you feel it in your head. Uh-huh. You're slow. You're sick. You can get headaches. You can get nauseous. So I know like at 6 o'clock the next day, if I'm starting to feel that, I'm like... Dang it, I forgot this. Even this little itty-bitty amount of drugs in my system has a tremendous effect. So I don't know how to wean off of it yet, but I don't think I need it. And I think it's just become part of my routine, Mm -hmm. and it does just enough to take the edge off of stress like it did 23 years ago. And I think I just got sort of addicted to the feeling of just having that edge off, and I have forgotten what it's like to deal with stress without this in my system. And I want to see what it's like two decades later. Okay. Tommy's going to want to take a two-week vacation while you're getting this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to start doing it while I'm on vacation. Smart. All right. That's so smart. you guys won't have to deal with it. But I I don't know that there's going to be much of um, a transition. You know, when I got on it, the doctor sort of said to me that when you get on a drug like this, Sometimes you can get into a routine where this just becomes your new normal. Uh Like you know how to deal with things. So when you get off of the drugs, this is just, this is just life now. And the drugs are really having nothing to do with it. I'm just curious. 
So I'm getting it off of it. I feel great, so I might as well mess with it now. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to try to wean myself off of it. I, th- I feel like you've, you've been taking this, like you said, for 20-plus years. Um, you regularly do therapy. Like, you do all the other necessary work that I fully endorse this. Well, there, then I'm okay with it. Not that you need my friggin' seal of approval, but yeah, as long as you talk to your physician who prescribes the medication and say, hey, this is what I want to do, I think they would endorse it too. I mean, after 20 plus years of taking something, I think it's totally okay to be like, let's see what life is like without this for a little bit. Well, as a ref- uh, as a friend that really cares about me and loves me, or yes. at least you're faking it really well. No, I, I actually, believe it or not, I actually do. <laughs> I believe that. Um, you I say do- it like you can't believe it. I know. <laughs> Considering what this man puts me through on a daily basis, even I'm shocked. I give an S as much as I do about him. Well, I'm going to have plenty of extra of these drugs. I just start giving them to you. <laughs> um, no, I do respect and I do really listen to you. There are a few people in my life that when they say something, I really, really listen to them. So your opinion means something to me. I appreciate that. Um, so had you come in here today and said, hey, maybe you ought to want to just no. talk about your therapist about it one more time. I might have done that, even though I broke up with my therapist yesterday and said, I'm not going to hit you back till February. Sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> hey, as long as you two talked about it and you had a good session and you know where, like, you know what you, you know what we, you want and you have like a route, a plan to, to get to it, then I'm totally on board with that. I told her that news as I was sort of scurrying out of the office, so she didn't really have a lot to say in the matter. But I'm, I'm not breaking up with her. I yeah. just want to see what life looks like in January. Okay. And she said that, look, if you're feeling like, you don't feel like because you have this goal that you're not going to see me in January, uh-huh. that if things get crappy, it's not a failure if you call me. Mm. Uh, you're right. Mm-hmm. All right. So January off, no drugs. We'll see how it goes. And you're doing this starting on vacation. <laughs> I'm probably going to start doing it today. So where, you, only, you only have to deal with me for two uh, two days. Where are you going on vacation? Cape Town, South Africa. You may want to check the local laws just to see if murder <laughs> is, you know, like it is here. I thought you were going to tell me that it's not far enough for you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's The Bird Show.